In a world where podcasting is the only thing that matters, two sisters who have very little reselling experience decide to make a podcast about reselling. Who will step forward with reselling tips and interviews with some of the greatest resellers the world has ever seen? We are the Thrifter Sisters. Thrifter Sisters! Listener, you're here. You made it to another episode of Thrifter Sisters, your go-to comedy podcast about the hilarious job of reselling. It's real funny <laughs> over here. It's just a just a hoot a second, hoot a minute. It's me, Lindsay. And me, Lacey. And listen, you want to talk about a damn treat. We Ooh. got it, we got it lined up for you. Get ready. Hold on to those tight, firm, supple buns of yours. <laughs> we have with us today a crossover episode with Thrifters Villa. We have Daniela and Jen in the studio. Hello. 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 I like how we're in the studio. Meanwhile, me and Jen are just in two random rooms. (laughs) (laughs) These two are in studios. I'm in a space over the garage. I'm I'm in the basement. Listen, I am in both in our basement studios. Yeah. And you're in here with us. We're in here. We're here. We are here. So we, so this has been a project that we've all been talking about for a while and we're so excited about it. This is going to be ready or not a reoccurring segment for all of us. We're <laughs> I like how you just threw that in there. Like we haven't talked about it yet, guys, but we're going to do this every so often. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what's going on right here? I'm like, I'm this is, we're going to, we're going to, re- we're going to do this again. Wink, wink. You can't, you can't stop me or any of these other badass women. We're doing it. So. Um, we so this is a two-parter, and if you want part A, you got to go over to Thrifters Villa. They're going to release the first part of this interview slash episode slash coffee, wine. T- I don't whatever's happening. <laughs> I got some water. It's f- yeah. I'm drinking tea. I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I know <laughs> Lacey's. I know Lacey's drinking wine. I know it. Tea. Oh, okay. Well, oh, that's I right, almost made a tea. She's <sighs> sick. She's been sick. That's the only no, reason. I'm better today. I feel fine. Okay, great. Glad, glad you're feeling better, sister. Thanks. Welcome, Thanks. welcome back to the world of the living. So, um, part A of this inter—it's not an interview. We're just—it's we're just for some reason I thought you were going to say intervention. Oh, part- I mean, it could be an intervention. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what did we just sign up for? <laughs> Ladies, the reason we have you here today yes. <laughs> because you are going to be on every single episode with us for the rest of existence, and in addition to that, it is also an intervention. I'm <laughs> I did not sign up for this. Logging well, off. No, no, you, can, you can't. You can't log off. You can't log off. We're in studio. Remember? You're in our the studio. Locked. Don't Signing worry. Out. Don't worry about the sound of the chain locks on the door. Don't worry about that. It's just the four of us here enjoying a nice Friday evening together. Yes, not Maybe. forced at all. <laughs> it's really everybody not. has consented to be here, and it's amazing. <laughs> and we're going to spend the next hour just convincing Daniela and Jen that this is all wonderful and they want to live in the studio now is what is about to happen. This is going to be the nitty gritty episode and I can't wait. <laughs> no, it really is. That's right. So in this, so the first part of the episode, yeah, definitely head over to there. Go follow them on the gram. Go um, subscribe to their podcast because you know what I'm about to say right here, right? No. Lacey? Oh, oh. Sorry, my computer just freaked out on me. 
Okay. I'll tell you what I'm going to say <laughs> is that these ladies, they know what the hell they're doing. So for, yeah. us, for us, you're just here for the chuckles, right? That's right. <laughs> That's why people come over here because people need to let off some steam with a bunch of damn laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to learn some stuff if you, and they're, they're doing some, their content, my, I was telling my husband about this interview and he was, he was like, well, t- tell me their Instagram and look at it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, here it is. He's like, man, they got their shit together over there. I'm like, we're really oh. good at faking it at Thrifters Villa. We're really good at faking it. <laughs> He's like, look at look at this content they have over here. He's like, look at this picture. It was like the vintage Pyrex. He's like, everything I need to know right here. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, great episode. If you guys want to learn about vintage Pyrex, the episode is amazing. I know. Yeah. Melissa's yeah. so good. Anyway, I never thought I'd get like so jazzed about like kitchenware. Pyrex. <laughs> I know because you can find that in the thrift. Oh my God. Anyway, fascinating episode. Fascinating. Yeah. I found like tons on the side of the road and like picked it up and flipped it. So, you know, so, so we're going to do, so over there, part a, you know, is kind of them just like asking us questions where this part of the episode, we're going to talk about, well, apparently it's just the three of us now. Yeah. Lacey's gone. It's fine. Who, who unlocked her? (laughs) Who who, who loosened her chains? (laughs) She's gone. You want to talk about signing up for something? I didn't sign up for this. She's she's, she's your sister. I know. I've lost control, people. Everyone, <laughs> podcast. Network. Like, what? What podcast is this? Where? Where? <laughs> what's going on? One of the hosts just left. Like, oh my gosh. I don't know, man. I'm guessing Jackson came down. She's going mm-hmm. to mess with him. being the mommy. Okay. So we talked about over there, just like kind of getting to know each other over there, and uh, we all kind of did like a little round table of like. Uh, just a little bit of sneak peek into our reseller backgrounds, mm. but let's do um, a little bit just in case our listeners have mm. not um, ventured over to y'all's yet to learn about y'all. Let's just do a little bit of um, behind the scenes backstory on each of you. And then we're going to get into talking about our podcast. Yeah. So exciting. Um, I'll start this time, I guess, since Jen started last time. So hi everyone. I am Daniela. I um <laughs> I have been reselling for a long time. Um, I was reselling before I knew I was reselling. So since I was 16, uh, I have worked in multiple industries from retail to marketing to the educational space um, and now in state government. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Thurster's Villa. Um, it is my baby. <laughs> uh, it first started with uh, Lori Tata and myself for season one and two. And then Jen came on for season three. And until she decides she's sick of me and she wants to leave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's not. Yeah, time's ticking. In case you can't tell. Time's ticking. Check her watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So our podcast is it, it kind of started with Um, I guess it was two resellers coming together and just chatting about like work and things that we've experienced and brands and kind of like that stuff of reselling. And it has evolved over the last three years to be uh, definitely long form content. (laughs) We definitely do long form. Uh, Most of our episodes are, I'd say, average an hour. Um, But we have, I feel like this year in particular, we've really made it a point to understand what's happening in the reselling community, reach out to people who have these expertise that you may not otherwise know about, really try to teach the community, our community in Thrifters Villa about business and um, other ways to make money besides what we traditionally see traditionally see on Instagram and our experiences with certain things. Right now we're doing a motherhood series, which is going to evolve to a caregiver series and um, a parental series and who knows who it's going to go from there, but just kind of getting that more, what's the word I'm looking for? Like 
humanizing resellers mm-hmm. instead of it just being all the flash and the glam. Right, whatever, right. right. Mm-hmm. Like, and the other part of this year that we really wanted to focus on was really building a connection with our audience in terms of like helping them understand. Because I feel like we hear this all the time, Bolo brands and what's trending and all of that. We really try to take what's happening every quarter break it down in a way that um, any reseller of any level, beginner to intermediate, can understand and really see what's happening on platforms, what really is trending out there, what kind of sales are we seeing on from people in the community or on the platforms, and really breaking that down, um, which has been really fun for both of us because it, we get to be creative with it as well. Uh, so yeah, the podcast has evolved into lots of different things, and who knows what will be next year, uh, but Jen and I are always trying to make it better and mm-hmm. uh, find ways to really engage with the community because we do have, I guess, a following and um, we have been around for almost four years. And I think people rely on that content once a week and we really take pride in what we put out there for everyone. Um, Jen makes it easy. Lori made it easy. Having a good partner makes it very easy when you're doing podcasting. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's all about Thrifters Villa. I have a YouTube channel that I am not consistent with whatsoever. Um, I was for a short period of time. I always wanted a YouTube channel. Always, always, always wanted one. And, uh, I slowly began to realize that it's not what you think it is. And it's a lot of work and you need to be very dedicated to it to really see the benefits in terms of monetary gains that you can make from it but that's not why I do it. And I think it took me a little bit to realize what direction I wanted to go in with YouTube. I am an educator by nature. It's who I am. That's why I have a podcast. That's why I wanted to YouTube. And I I have a degree in teaching. So that's just who I am as a person. So it started off with me kind of explaining things about Poshmark, explaining about what I do. And now it's kind of evolved into when I feel like putting out content that makes me feel good, um, that I think will be helpful to others, I'll put it out. So maybe that's a haul of showing all these new brands that I've never heard of. It's not your traditional haul. Like, here's all the things that I have found recently that really sell well and have this is the price point that I found it at. And this is what you can sell it at. So more of the educational side of a haul. I share all of my real, real numbers when they're good <laughs> because they haven't <laughs> been great lately, but the last two months have been really good, And but they've been changing a lot of things. So it's like trying to keep up with that and help people in the community who want to go that route and understand how to consign um, with the real, real. I have a lot of content on that as well. Um, I did lives for a little bit. I quickly realized I really can't keep up with that. I work full time. I want to have a life outside of, you know, working all the time. Yeah. Um, but I love engaging with people. Mm-hmm. So there's a YouTube channel. So if you want to find me on there, sometimes I put content out. It, it's fun. It's a good time over there as well. Um, and yeah, that's that's a little bit about me. I resell part-time, I guess you could say, but it's really not part-time. I hate that word. I hate the word part-time and full-time. Um, I resell. It is my business that I own and it supplements my full-time income so that I am able to save, buy things that I want to buy do home improvements that I want to do. It helped us buy this house that we're in that we saved for three years. It helped me pay off my undergraduate loans. It's helping me pay off my master's uh, loans that I have. So that's what reselling is to me. So my perspective, I guess, is a little different than others because I do have a full-time job outside the home. Um, but I think having different perspectives is very important in this community. And it just makes us see that there's not just one way of doing this. So yeah, yeah. that's me. Yeah, we've we've learned that just with all the different interviews that we've had. It's just amazing, like all the different backgrounds, all the different ways people have found mm-hmm. their way into reselling, all the different 
avenues, the different methods, the the different reasons why everyone is doing it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it it's just, there's not, it's not a cookie cutter situation at yeah. all. But I think and, we try to make it cookie cutter. Yeah, I think some people do. Yeah, I don't, but I think other people no, do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, you know, I was, you know, saying it in a joking way earlier about like, yeah, these, these ladies, they really know what's up, but they, I mean, they really do. Like they really, the content that they're putting out over there, like I said, over on their part, like I am just now at the point where I'm really starting to try to learn how to make this really more business oriented mm-hmm. or like less, not that I want to say less focus mm-hmm. on the brands that I'm selling. Cause that is obviously important to bring yeah. in and the money, but there's so much more other important things that I've not been, I've been neglecting. I haven't focused on the business parts of this that are really going to take things up for me that are taking things up for me. And they do such a great job over there of like, like they were saying, breaking down things like by quarter, like what's going on in the business and the different platforms and all of the people that they, not that we don't have great guests on because we absolutely do. But I think just everybody knows y'all, like y'all are very, very <laughs> well known in the community. So y'all have had access to some really great um, minds on your show, you know, and, and like you were saying, it's so great to when you have a podcast, you get to access to all these people. And it's not just like through your DMs, like you get to sit down and like pick their brains for an hour and you learn so much from them. And y'all just do such a great job of like the direction that, like you said, you've shifted so much in the past year or so, like you can really see that in your content. It's just, it's really educational. It's, um, I mean, like it's valuable. It's really valuable content that you guys are putting out over there. Thank you for inflating oh, my ego just a little bit. I, <laughs> I was really like, appreciate so nice. it. It makes me realize it was really nice on a Friday to hear that. <laughs> no, but like, in all like, seriousness, makes us realize like, oh, other people actually do listen. To well, I, I think Jen and I <laughs> no. forget that people We're, really listen to this forget. and yeah. value yeah. what we have to say. <laughs> we definitely forget about that because I'm sort of like, yeah. do we really feel like doing this this week? But then we hear feedback like this, and it's like, okay, like what we do really does matter, and people. Mm-hmm. People really do enjoy engaging with us and hearing what we have to say. But I'm going to tell you right now, we have people have said no to us. Plenty of people have said no to us to be on the podcast. We have been rejected plenty of times in the past and now. It's fine. Like, it's just it comes with the territory. Um, But honestly, some of the guests we have on, we've been shocked that we had them on. And we've just (laughs) sent a DM or an email and we're like, Hey, we're this reseller podcast. Do you want to come on? Like, and just talk about whatever. Um, I never thought in my wildest dreams that Lori and I would have been able to to interview the founder and CEO of Fashion File. Like, on like it, that was just mind blowing that we were yeah. able to do that. Um, but she said yes. No, <laughs> like there was no compensation. There was nothing in this. There was no trade. It was like she just wanted to come on and share her story. Yeah. Well. You know, you miss you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So. That's right. Yeah, I know. I I kind of had um, an inflated ego, I think, for a while because it's like for a long time everybody I asked said yeah, said yes, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've gotten some no's now. And it's fine. <laughs> it does it's happen. Fine. Yeah. And you know. You know what though? A couple of those people who have said no have come back around and been like. Okay, but that's when I'm you really say no, though. That's when you say no. And you're like, mm, no, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, you lost your shot. You yeah. lost your chance. You're like, you lose. Yeah, you're like, new page for this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we don't talk to you anymore. 
No, 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 no. Everybody's welcome here. I just had someone message us today over on the Patreon um, board. Um, I mean, it wasn't like for everybody to say, but just for me, just saying like she just joined the Patreon. She's brand new to reselling. And she was, I love it when you have new brand new resellers on the show. And she was like, I've been wanting to reach out to y'all for months. And she was like, I just couldn't get the confidence to do it. And then, and then she was like, so here I am, um, putting myself out there and I'm like, hell yeah, let's get you scheduled. Come on the podcast right now. That's what we do. Same thing. I just think Mm -hmm. there's value in everybody's story. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new reseller or like the hugest Mm -hmm. reseller with the biggest Instagram following, like everybody has something to add. It gives that, that like, you know, Instagram versus reality thing. It's like not everybody is making gajillion dollars doing this instantly. And not everybody has like the best access, like to, you know, thrift stores, good products and, you know, with high ASP items, like it's, that's not reality for everybody. And you have to remember that everybody started somewhere. And I think hearing those beginner stories for a lot of people is like, oh, okay, I can't do this. Like it's so relatable. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And it's also, I think it's what's interesting is that like, I do want to hear somebody who's new now in this climate and what are they facing or what are they yeah. seeing that are the challenges because it's going to, it would be different. It's totally different than when we started. Right. Yeah. And we so learned so much from those people. Like, I don't think they realize how much they impact us as mm-hmm. podcast hosts when they tell their story and Jen and I sit back and we're like, wow, like I never thought of it that way. Or I would have mm-hmm. never done that. Like, it, it's just, I don't think they realize how much value they hold in the community because yeah. there's this like, fear, right? Of stepping mm-hmm. out and introducing mm-hmm. yourself to this enormous community and all these people with big followers, like forget all that. Like yeah. you have a story. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Jen, what's your, what's your, uh, what's your backstory? Let's Her backstory you. is more exciting than mine. So Damn, I thought <laughs> I escaped this one, but I guess not. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do you oh, not remember your locked in trapped? Yeah. <laughs> You're not leaving, girl. You live here now. That's right. <laughs> this is your new life. Oh, so, um, so I started reselling back in like 2016. So, like I said, I've been doing this for a while. Um, I've always been into fashion. I absolutely love fashion. Um, I grew up, you know, not with a lot of money. So thrift stores were always kind of my thing. Um, you know, I would always go in and look for something that I could jazz up, whip up. So whatever it is, you know, to like, or I don't know that the rich kids didn't want anymore, <laughs> you know, so that I could wear it at school. And, and so thrift stores, I've always been very comfortable growing up in them and everything. So my background is in fashion retailing. So I was a buyer for many, many years. On top of buying, I also did, you know, visual merchandising. I um, was a director of retail operations for like boutique, um, you know, like fashion fitness stores. Uh, And so I did everything from designing the store to getting in all the product. I used to go to like LA and work with like Aloe, Beyond Yoga, Unzi, all those big companies, you know, and um it was really fun. I really loved my job and it was great. And like I said, I did it for many, many years. Um, then I moved to Massachusetts. You know, I lived in California. I moved to Massachusetts and my husband is from there. Um, and I had my job in California. I kept it for about a year. And then afterwards there was, you know, just this recession really in, in retail. A lot of businesses were closing, you know, brick and mortar. They were laying off a lot of buyers. And so there really weren't a lot of jobs that were out there for me. So I actually started my own company where I kind of called it your buyer for hire. So I worked for um, small businesses, like whether they were restaurants, 
boutique fitness studios, and I would run their retail operations for them. And so I did that for a couple of years. And I mean, I how about... did you come up with that idea? <laughs> She's That's really amazing. smart. I wasn't kidding. <laughs> that is well, awesome. you know, it's funny because it's like there's so many boutique small companies that would do retail, but they wouldn't do it really well, you know, and that was the whole thing. And so um I kind of took some ideas from my old businesses and like encompassed it all together. And so I had about nine different clients that I worked with where I ran their retail and I did all that stuff for them. And it was really cool. You know, like I designed their space. I set them up with a, with the point of sale system, like did all these things. Um, and I really liked it. And then I was reselling on the side, you know, cause, uh, one day I just happened to go to the thrift stores in new England and I was looking for something specific and I found, I'll never forget. I found this athletic jacket, but it wasn't in my size. And I'm like, somebody would pay way more money than what these people are selling this for, you know? So I was just curious. And I think like Poshmark was still pretty new back then. And so I thought, okay, well, let me just throw it up there and sold it for like 40 bucks or something. You know, I bought it for five bucks and I'm like, there's definitely something here. Um, because this is so stupid. My, my story was too, with thrifting was that I had this whole thing where I wanted to be more green. You know, I've always wanted to be more sustainable and everything. So I had watched this movie called the, the true, the true cost. So it's all about like the true cost of fashion and what the fashion industry was doing, especially since I was in the industry. And I felt like I was a way bigger consumer than most, because not only was I buying stuff for myself, I was bringing millions of dollars into the United States when it came to stuff, you know? So I felt like I was like the worst offender. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe, you know, to help with my, my own guilt, I'm like, what if I can be as green as possible? And one of those things is that I challenged myself to only buy used for a year. And that was my whole thing. So that's why I was going to thrift stores more and more. And as I was in there, I'm like seeing all these great brands and all this stuff because I was looking at things differently. So I just started, you know, kind of reselling and then it just snowballed from there. And even though I had my nine clients and everything, my reselling business was doing way better than my wow. other business and my other business, I was traveling, you know, driving to all these locations, had all the stuff in my car. I would pick up all their inventory. I would tag it for them, bring it to them. And I'm like, this just makes a lot more sense for me to, to resell instead, because it was like less work and I was making more money. So I ended up dropping, <laughs> dropping that other business and pivoting over to reselling. And I saw these other opportunities too, uh, early on, you know, where I developed an app and I had called it Ria at the time. So resellers inventory app. And I actually, um, helped develop this app with developers in India, where it was just like working with other resellers to create an inventory management system. Cause that was always my biggest thing. It's like, you would, I remember like you take your receipt, you would put in everything that you got in there and that receipt and it would calculate and it would literally give you the life cycle of your item. So you could see like, what do you have in your death pile versus what is listed, what is sold and what was deposited. So you could see everything all there. I had it all in pictures, all your item information. So you could actually see reports and you could do everything on your phone. And it was, year dope, was you know, what year was that? Where you launched oh that? Oh gosh, I think I launched that in like 2017 or something. Like 2018, like maybe 2018, around there. Yeah. Really early on. Like I don't even think Vendu was nothing was around I mean, yet when Jen launched around. it. Just mm-hmm. the fact that your brain was like, okay, <laughs> I know. Hi, Ellie. <laughs> oh, hi. I think she's gonna make an appearance on the podcast. So. Oh, she's gotta come oh, in. You're getting so big. You want to come say hi? 
Hi, oh, Ellie. My oh, oh, look at her. She's like, hello. nope, no, I don't. Mm. Like, no. I don't know these ladies. <laughs> Hi, Munchkin. Hi, friend. Hi. Oh, there she this, is. This is oh, my big project now. My goodness. Yes. You want to go back with Dada? Oh, you want to watch some shows? Of mm. course. Shows. Shows. <laughs> She's so squishable. Oh, okay. oh, my goodness. Of course, my husband has yeah. to give it to me now. <laughs> that was his nice way of saying, here you go. Hold on. Let me just give her, let me give her this and then yeah. it'll be good. Yeah. Oh, we'll just kind of yeah. put it on mute. But anyway, so uh, I'll carry on with Jen's yeah. story. Yeah. Then yeah. Ellie, she yeah. got pregnant with Ellie yeah. and everything yeah. kind of changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything started to change. Um, Jen moved back home mm-hmm. to San Diego. And with that came a new full-time job mm-hmm. um, working in retail and uh, I can't give specifics because she'll yell at me and <laughs> she'll get in big trouble. So <laughs> she works for um, a big yeah. corporation. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, so like I said, I, I had about like, um, like about 200 people on my app and it was going really well, you know, but um, I think a lot of it was kind of what you were alluding to, Lindsay, is like, was I ready to, to, to take on the next step, you know? And um, like I said, I had stopped reselling. I'm That's sorry. okay. We like kids on this show. Yeah. <laughs> which, wait, on, which episode do you want? This is real life, people. Yeah. Hold what, on. What show is she getting into? Oh, she's getting into like Baby Shark. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. God. It's a, <laughs> awful. Oh, my gosh. It drives me nuts. Even just so, hearing that, I, I can already hear the song in my oh, head. I have <laughs> it on mute. I have it on mute. Don't worry. So, luckily, she's still small enough where she doesn't have to have the sound. Mm-hmm. She can so, just watch it. Pictures. Yeah. yeah. Just watch it. Um, but, um, you know, a lot of the reason why, you know, things kind of slowed down for me too, is just like a lot of what I was putting into my business when it came to my reselling company was I was putting it all into my app, you know, and kind of building that up and trying to, to, to make that really successful. And then, you know, kind of COVID hit and, you know, like Lacey, you kind of alluded to this when you were talking about this in our other, um, in the other podcasts is that we, you know, we didn't know what we knew back then. And I was really nervous, you know, because even with a vaccine came out, I was pregnant and I did not feel comfortable taking the vaccine, you know, because it's like when it's you, it's like it's fine. But when there's a life in you, I don't know what's going to happen there. So my family and everyone didn't feel comfortable with me going to thrift stores. So my sourcing really dried up. You know, I tried to do stuff online, um, but, you know, that can only take you so far, you know, like and, and it was just really tough for me. and. So, you know, things really started slowing down. I couldn't keep growing the business the way that I wanted to grow it. And, um, and then, you know, I was just given this really amazing opportunity, just like based off of like what I've been able to do with my businesses and grow my company. You know, I was given an opportunity to work for a great company. You are up. I don't know how much higher I can take. <laughs> All the way up, mom. Max, and max level upness. Max level. And Okay. And so, you know, I just, I just, I ended up, you know, um, you know, like dissolving my company and everything, but it ended up working out for myself, you know? And so now I just do this part-time or just for fun. And um, now I just like to talk to people about my experience with that. So I'm going to go and take care of this. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Jen's going to take a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, watch you out of the studio. <laughs> All right, somebody unlock the Ellie doors. takes priority. Yeah, 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 she gets a pass. She's such well, a cutie. Cute. 
<laughs> yeah, Jen's background is um I think one of the things that really uh intrigued me about like meeting her, especially because she was local and I was like, this girl has so much experience in the buying and retail space and she really understands it. Forget the reselling stuff. You can learn reselling, but mm-hmm. you can't which she the knowledge that she has, someone has to teach you that. Like it's very difficult to just learn that on your own. Um, and Jen really helped me in the earlier stages of my reselling career to, to really understand um, the makeup of brands and why certain companies do certain things and how that translates to the reselling space. And because um, my personal opinion, and I mean, you guys might disagree, but I think understanding the economics and the business side of it all really helps you grow your reselling business in a different way. Like it's not it's not just the act of flipping co- clothes. There's more to it mm-hmm. than just that. Yes, the you're flipping the clothing, but you need to have some kind of purpose behind it. And for me, it's understanding the numbers in the business and why certain brands are valued at a certain price point where others aren't valued the same way. And what does it mean you start seeing certain brands in one type of store and not in another one? And what makes this brand so desirable to people instead of you know this other one that's over here on the side that looks exactly the same? Yeah. Um, and, and having Jen in my life has really helped me with that. Uh, it's, it's been nice to have someone to like bounce those kind of things off of. It's nice to have someone in your corner that understands the way you like to run business and runs their business very similarly. And I think that's why we always kind of meshed. It was a bonus that she was local to me and now she's across the country and it's rude. Sucks. Rude. Man, I just Listen, back when, and I'm she, like, when she, when she told me she was moving, I was, I was, I was very happy because I knew how much she wanted to move back home. Like I, I completely like supported her and everything, but like deep down inside, I was extremely sad. And we had a really nice lunch before she left and we like, didn't want to leave. And like, because when you form, that's the thing about reselling, you form so many relationships and then there's the ones that like really stick, right? Like there's the ones that just, no matter what they are, they are people. And, um, and Jen and I share a lot of, um, family cultural things that are similar and, uh, kind of go through, kind of gone through similar things with family members and stuff. And, and um, so it's more than just reselling, but reselling yeah. was kind of yeah. like the glue that that started it, right? And now it's just kind of built up from there. I was just saying how wonderful you are. That's really all I was doing. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, gonna, so. Now I'm to, definitely going to have to listen. Yeah, you're going to have to listen <laughs> and hear what she said. So, you know, I like, I, I agree. Like, Danielle and I, like I said, we're really great friends and and something, you know, that really, reselling really helped me a lot. Honestly, you guys, like, I, like I said, when I moved, you know, I, I stayed with my company in California and then I pretty much just started my own company out there. And as an adult to make friends is really hard, really hard when you don't have a traditional job. It's usually where I know Lacey, you were talking about this, Mm -hmm. right? Like meeting people is really, really hard. And, and it's like, I was like, I don't know where to meet anybody, you know, and, and I lived in this new area. So like I joined a couple networking groups and I started making meeting friends that way, which is really great. And then, you know, I realized people did these passion sips and these like meetups and everything. And I started, that's where I started meeting all these really great people. And I have to say the new England community of reselling resellers is absolutely amazing. Absolutely yeah. great. You know, like, like there's just some amazing people and, you know, people like Daniela and Lori and Jill and Tracy and God, I'm like, I know Sarah, There's so many of us, amazing people. Like they're just so amazing. They truly are my friends, you know, and, and they were like my community out there because like I said, like 
I couldn't find another community. I didn't have children at the time either. Yeah. Cause you know, sometimes like that's also a way to make friends, but yeah. like it was really, really tough. So I now I don't want to let go, even though I know I'm not doing that much, but I think I bring in a unique perspective to people too, because I get a lot of DMs from a lot of people who really enjoyed my content before. And I, and I put a, used to put a lot of stuff out there, but they would kind of tell me like, how, how did you go about doing, getting a break? Because I'm burnt out. Like I'm tired. I'm this. And, you know, and, and I talked to a lot of people about this, like, Hey, it's okay to just take a break. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, like, does your family depend on this money? Like, what's your situation? Everyone's different, of course, you know, but like everybody gets at least two weeks vacation, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I mean? In the corporate world. So like, it's okay to give yourself a break every once in a while. And, and I love reselling. I will always resell. I just don't have time for it right now. That's all it is, you know? And, and I know we'll get back to it. Please Girls, I have like two Ikea bags like sitting right here. Jen has inventory that she keeps saying she's going to offload to me. And yet she continues to hold on to it, which is the number one indicator that she's never letting it go. Well, well, here, I'll show you. I'll I'll show you. I know I'm going to show you. Like, like how how am I going to get rid of like. Reformation, guys. Reformation. Uh, New tag. Reformation dress. Like a reformation dress that I know that I got for 30 bucks, but I can resell it for like. Hundred plus. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, mom. I just... <laughs> yeah, you're just in a different season right now. Like, yeah. when you have tiny humans mm-hmm. in your house, when you're in the 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 depths of that, it honestly, it's just all encompassing, all consuming. Yeah, mm-hmm. and all and and it feels when you're in it, it feels like you're never getting out. Mm -hmm. Like like you cannot understand a world where your children can go upstairs and brush their teeth and get themselves bathed and get themselves dressed and like go to like my eight-year-old the other day made her own breakfast and put all her dishes away. And she's the baby (laughs) and doesn't normally do that. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. that was, that was real rad. I liked that. (laughs) Let's Can you do, do that, that more often? Let's do yeah. that more. Let's, let's yeah. creepy. But I think it, also that's where we try to like have those different perspectives too. Like we talked about, like we want to do mom series. We want to talk about like, obviously talking about reselling, but also like, what does reselling mean to you? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like so many people that we talk to, it's like you said, like it's the seasons and so many people change. And I've seen people who I've been following for years and years that I knew were like hardcore sharks. You know what I mean? And now they're just like, I am exhausted. I'm a parent. I can't, you know, this is how I have to adjust my business or, you know what, like I used to be all luxury. Now I'm just like knee deep in the bins. Like, you know, it's just really cool to see the difference in what people yeah. have, have, have done and how they've evolved their business. I mean, we've all seen Mogi Beth. Yeah. Shift. Big transition. Yeah. yeah. We love like- Mogi. We love Mogi and um, she, you know, I know it's a hard transition for her just because of her personality and who she is. I mean, she's a worker. She built that business from the ground up and now to have this little munchkin and she's like, I can't do anything like I used to. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a big change where you're running this empire and now you can't do that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think it's hard for all of us as women, like that identity shift at that time. It is so hard to accept it and to, and then to like, see your partner, like go to their job and you're like, wait, wait, wait a minute. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a shift. I mean, obviously her situation's different because it's yeah. like her partner's involved in the business and, but it's still your mom, right? But, like yeah. There's, but yeah. yeah. Like That's it's the biggest all, component. Like, like you're, 
you're everything to that baby mm-hmm. for, for a very long time, for many, many years. You were its first apartment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. It's that's true. so funny though, but I think that that's definitely something that I didn't think would happen. Cause like, you know, I, I, I feel really lucky. I have a very, very supportive husband who wants to be involved, wants to do all this stuff. And it's like, it doesn't matter. It's like, you can be the best father in the world. That baby still wants you. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And I have to tell him all the time, like, honey, it's not personal. Right. She's too. She's She's just like, mom, 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 mom. It's like, okay. You know, and it's just like, I never really anticipated that because I always thought like, oh no, we're going to share it. You know what I mean? We'll share everything because, and, and, and we'll, we'll cultivate that so that she feels like I want it this one or that one. It doesn't matter. It's like, oh no, wait. They're human and they have a brain and they have their own opinions. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's- I always yeah. Lindsay's saying that when her oldest got to a certain age, she was like, God, she has opinions now. <laughs> <laughs> and that was real early on. That was very, very early on in the in this whole parenthood journey. Yeah. Yeah. And it shifts too. I mean, I have an 11 and eight-year-old now, and my eight-year-old is like. I don't, yeah, I think they're just dealing with so much anxiety mm-hmm. from so it's many. It's such different... a different world now. Like yeah. you can't even compare to when you know you were eight because it no. wasn't like what it is now. No, no. no. and and my eleven-year-old, their their school got a hoax call this week about an active shooter. So, in their brains, when it was happening, there was someone targeting them because. All they knew is it wasn't a drill. They're like locked down. They, you know, they drill it all the time. So they all did what they're supposed to do. But then guess what? There's a bunch of SWAT people outside. They're watching the SWAT team come into the school and surround the school. They were all crying. Like they were all like, someone is on this campus to hurt us. And that's something none of us can identify with or understand. We didn't Mm -mm. live in that world. Mm -mm. (laughs) No, we had a lockdown once in high school and it was because an inmate escaped the prison. Oh God. Yeah. But but like that, that was the only lockdown that we ever, like there wasn't drills for that. It was just, I was a junior in high school and they were like, we're locking everything down. We were like, why? I don't understand. Why are you locking things? Just let us go. You know, like it didn't make sense, but this is the norm that we live in now. And it's just bizarre. It's just all bizarre. They're living through right now. It's, I, Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, my, you know, my husband, n- not that I don't lose patience because I absolutely 1000% lose patience with them, but he, he's a little quicker to lose it. I'm like, dude, you, th- their brains are so jumbled right now. Like mm-hmm. they've, they've been through COVID. a lifetime of trauma in the past yeah. years. <laughs> like, yep. mm-hmm. Right. Well, but I think that that's also why, like, you know, a lot of us want to have these types of jobs. Right. And that's why too, like, like to be there more. For yeah. Them you know, and have that flexibility. Cause I'm sure like Lacey, like when you were saying, like when you went to your other job, right. And how you were like, you're gone, you know? Yeah. And it's like, now it's like, it's nice. Like you can be home when the kids come home, you know, or you can even pick them up and, or heaven forbid, go to like their stuff and not yeah. have to ask mm-hmm. your employer. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, can I, can I get some time off just to go and see my kid perform or do something? Right. Yeah. That was, so, I mean, yeah, it's nice. I quit my job and we moved here, you know, I was purposely not going to be working for the foreseeable future because we knew Jackson was going to be doing homeschool for the next year, you know? And I was like, okay. And you know, once that's over, I'll start looking for a a job again, you know, and I started doing it and I applied for some jobs and I interviewed for, for some jobs and I didn't get them. And like in the back of my head, like, 
I'm realizing now as I look back on that, because I'm like, I feel like a very hireable person. Like I've very rarely walked into a job interview and not been offered a job, you know? And I was like, I can't, in the back of my head, I was feeling really down on myself. Like, why didn't I get that job? Like, nobody wants to hire me. Like I'm a middle-aged like woman with that, not a lot of skills. And I was like, well, I just really down on myself. And now I'm looking back and I'm like, did I self-sabotage? Because in the back of my head, I knew I didn't want to go back full-time mm, for a yeah. job, relying on a babysitter all the time and like stressing out about childcare and like missing my kid's life. And like, I, I just didn't want to do that, you know? And like, yeah. My husband was also kind of like skirting around, like, when are you going to go back to work? When are you going to go back to work? And I now I'm just like, I'm, this is what I'm going to do. Like, and I'm going to make this successful. <laughs> You're like, because, I am at work. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, I'm not, I don't want to go back to that world, you know? Like, it was okay. And I enjoyed my time in it. But like, I don't know. Like, being a mom is like really hard and you need to be here a lot. <laughs> <laughs> And it's so hard when you way more than I want to be here. That's for darn sure. <laughs> way more. Boarding schools oh looking better and better every day. <laughs> Are we getting close to these tw- these teen years. Mm. Tween days are kicking. Don't worry, sister. Our podcast eventually we're going to have a like recording studio that we will go to that won't be blankets and PVC pipes in our basement. Yeah, and you right. will get out of the house. There you <laughs> go. It's gonna be a like dream. That. I like oh, that. That's going to be great. Nice. I know. Well, that's a good goal. <laughs> speaking of the podcast, let's let's segue into the the. You're welcome, that, by the way. Yeah, good. I good set one. you up for that one. <laughs> and guess what? Guess that was, what? That was good. I'm going to, I'm going to, let's see if I can meet you with a, a sports ball reference here. Uh-oh. You set me up and I, I kicked it out of the park. <laughs> How's that? Sports ball. <laughs> yeah, you really hit the crap out of that one. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It wasn't the direction that I thought you'd go in. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think it works. I think that works. L- Lacey's husband was texting me last night about we're all getting together for Thanksgiving. And he's like, in the World Cup. And I'm like, oh, soccer. I, yeah. I Sports ball. Sports ball. <laughs> Guess we're doing that. Okay. Um, so, so Daniela, you you were the at the beginning of mm. Thrifters Villa with with another um, podcast host. So tell us how all that got started. And yeah, and, the, <laughs> and it's literally me being me. And and so I started following Lori um, because she was local. I was like, oh, this is someone from Massachusetts who resells. This is so cool. Like, and that was like me being all excited. So I being obnoxious messaged her on Instagram. And I was like, hi, I just watched a YouTube video and I really like you. Can we be friends? Basically is what I said. <laughs> um, and, and our relationship formed from there. And, um, and as we got to know each other, I had this idea of like, I think I want to do a podcast. Like, I think, I think I could do this, even though I'm newer to reselling, like I can absolutely talk about it. And I love teaching people and let me use the skills that I have because I had just, I'd been laid off for maybe um, almost a year at that point. And I didn't have my state job yet. And I was like, I need, I need something to feel like I'm, I'm being a productive member of society. Right. Even though at that time I had, uh, I was taking care of my dad who was, um, had stage four cancer. And then, you know, once he passed away, I really had nothing to do. Right. Like that, that aspect of being a caregiver was completely gone at that point. So I said to Lori one day, totally random. I was like, Hey, I have this idea. Let me know what you think about it. You can totally say no, but you already have a YouTube channel. You like teaching people. I like to talk. 
um, how about we start a podcast about reselling? And she was like, absolutely. Like didn't even second guess it. Like just dove right in. I was like, oh, she really said yes. Okay. This is going to be a real thing. And it just (laughs) snowballed really quickly in the matter of like three weeks, we had a name, a logo, like everything. And I was like, I want it to be, cause we're both Italian. So I was like, I want it to be like something about a villa and, and thrifters villa came up. And I think that was Lori who came up with that. Um, and then I came up with the logo and it just like, we just started going. And one of our first guests, at first we said we didn't want it to be a guest based in, um, podcast because so many reseller podcasts at the time were guest based and we wanted to be different than that. So we really tried to limit the guests that came on. Um, and we really did it more of like what's happening in, in our lives right now, what's selling, what brands do we pick up? Like what you see on YouTube basically. Right. And then that, that evolved over time. Um, and then we realized like, oh, like this is a thing and people really like listening to us. And we're kind of one of the only consistent podcasts right now because a lot of them would upload whenever they could. And, um, I think Denali had her podcast then at that time and she was uploading regularly and then kind of like, you know, was doing it every so often. Um, Leslie, same thing. She was started not uploading them so often. So I was like, okay, well, we got to like make this stick because there's no one else really doing this right now. And uh, again, the the business mindset of it all, like we could do something with this. A year into um, after season one, Lori and I sat down on my birthday and we were like, okay, what do we do to take us to the next step? We're starting a Patreon. And like we jumped right into that. In one day, we set up the whole thing, launched it probably three or four weeks after that. And it's still going strong to this day. We have a very healthy community over there. You know, I don't like to share numbers and all that kind of stuff because everyone's community is different. And um, we, you know, the people that we've met, the people that have joined, the, the conversations that we have, it has been probably the best part besides interviewing and meeting people, right? Like that's always fun when you're a podcaster, but like forming those intimate relationships with our Patreon members has probably been the best thing for Jen and I to like, just really see what people enjoy about not only what we're doing, but like what they enjoy about reselling. Like, what is it that really intrigues them about all this? And what is it that they want to learn about? And what are they struggling with? And how can we kind of bridge that gap and help them take their business to the next step? And I think, um, you know, we, we do different things on our Patreon. We do like a monthly download and bonus episodes. Same thing that, you know, you guys basically doing, you know, starting your Patreon as well. It's like, giving that extra content to those people that really appreciate what you're giving to them every week. And there's just something so special about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of snowballed. Uh, you know, Lori took a step back because she started a second YouTube channel and she, you know, really took off on all that and she's doing amazing things. And then, you know, asking Jen was really hard because I felt guilty asking Jen. Cause she had, Ellie was what, not even a year old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, I know you just moved across the country <laughs> and Ellie's a baby, but do you want to, you can say no, but do you want to be in the podcast with me? And Jen was like, oh my God, yes. Like it wasn't, she didn't even think <laughs> oh, twice about no. it. And I was like, okay, is it me or do people? No, people well, she makes it, it easy. She makes it easy. She makes it easy. I will tell you, I'm the, the worst partner to have. <laughs> but this is Absolutely the relationship no. that we have no because when i need her she steps up and she does what she has to do I'm like trying to help i do she I do. helps but me I've, I've showed up late to podcasts you guys i've she was like, sleeping I, during one and then she popped in one, and i'm like hey i'm here like oh, I'm just, I'm i could still have killed her phase. i was still, i know i know i was still in that phase <laughs> where like she just like the baby wasn't sleeping so it was like anytime <sighs> i got a second 
anytime I like laid down, it was dangerous. Yeah. I like lay down and she wasn't there. And I just, I, I popped, I like passed out. And then I like popped in. I'm like, I am here for the podcast. Hi, I'm Jen. Welcome to Thrifters Villa. I'm the new host. Yep. That's me. That's okay, Jen. I completely forgot we were recording one day and then like took my family to a corn maze. Okay. And like on the way there, I was like, oh, oh I text her. sister. Cause I text her. Well, we had a guest and we, mm-hmm. and and I text her and I'm like, and I don't know why, cause I don't normally do this, but I was like, Hey, remember we're recording at like 12 or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And she was like, uh, no, we're not. I am on my, I'm halfway to Nelson County right now. Going to a corn maze. Yes. And, our, and our guest was very accommodating and yes, we was. did it a few hours later that same day, but yeah, you really shit the bed on that That's one. <laughs> the proverbial bed. <laughs> that makes me feel a lot better. No, there, there've been times where like, um, you know, cause Jen, Jen has been transitioning in her life in general between working, full, moving, working a full-time job again, like all of that. Yeah, um, we went into this season with the understanding of she's going to be a part-time host and that's fine. And when she can be there, she can be there. And when she can't, she can't, but it doesn't change how much of a relationship that she's built with everyone in the community. And, um, and, and I think that was like that in the beginning of when Jen came on, because there had already been a history with me and Lori, right? Like that transition's hard because you've already established that audience base. Mm -hmm. And it was like, okay, Jen, I really took time to to figure out how are we going to introduce you in a way so that the audience gets to know you for who you are. Like pretend I'm not here basically and get to know Jen and all of her expertise. And we really tried hard to, to focus on all of that. And it was hard for Jen. I mean, you, you can speak to a Jen to like make mm-hmm. that transition. Um, and it wasn't hard for me. I felt the guilt of like, I brought her into this and she's not comfortable with it yet. And like, what else can I do to make her comfortable? Cause she's one of my good friends. Mm-hmm. And it's like that, that weird dynamic that you have to juggle business, friendship, sisterhood kind of thing all together. And it can get tricky. Um, but we communicate really well together. And I think that's, that's why season three has become what it has become. And hopefully season four will be even better. Um, but there's a lot of communication that happens behind the scene that people have no idea happens. There are conversations that we've had really hard ones about like how we feel about the way we sound on the podcast or, um, people are saying this, how can we change it (laughs) to make people, I don't know, feel more comfortable about whatever. Or what are the things where we're like, I don't care what you think. We're still doing this. Like (laughs) you have to have those moments too, because at the end of the day, it's your product. Yeah. So there's a lot, there's a lot of that, but Jen, I don't know if you want to talk about, you know, when you first came on and the feelings that you were having with that. Oh, well, like, first of all, I hate my own voice. (laughs) It's the worst. When you, when you hear yourself, you're just like, Oh my God, good Lord. Like is that what people. Oh, but I should say Jen was on the podcast like two or three times before she officially became a host. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I was interviewed. I was interviewed a few times. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I still, like I said, um, Reselling is not my number one thing right now. It's really lower, like I said, on my priority, um, just because it has to be, you know, like it was definitely one of those things, like it was just really hard for me. And, and I still struggle with it sometimes too, because I'm just like, what can I contribute? Cause you know, sometimes I'll be honest with you. I feel like I can lose sometimes some touch, you know, with some of the newer things that are happening within reselling. Like I know a lot of people are doing all this live selling now. I know nothing about this, you know, missing out on anything. 
No, and it's just like, no, we're all on the same page. You know, yeah. It's, I know. It doesn't sound like my jam at all. It's not. But yeah, you know, there's just like a lot of things that are happening that I don't know about. Like I used to really have my finger on the pulse on a lot of these things. And so that's what's really tough. So I just try to, you know, at least like be, I guess, a calming voice in, in a lot of like what's going on and reselling. I just try to be, you know, and then I try to talk from experience and what I know and what I've learned. Um, cause I, I did, I took a lot of time, you know, when I, when I first came on this, this was not like a big thing, you know what I mean? It was like, yeah, there were resellers out there. I followed people, but a lot of the content that was out there was just more look at the stuff that I found. And I was like, Ooh, that's really cool. I like that. You know, like all, I loved all that kind of stuff, but there wasn't like the resources that there are today. And, and, you know, I really pushed to try to do that and, and, and try to give a lot of resources and a lot of content. And, and I really enjoyed doing that when I, when I did that, I always found that that aspect was more fun because I feel like I, I felt like I had a unique background because I'm like, I did this professionally. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, yes, the the stuff was new, but it's the same thing. Like when you're a buyer, right? I'll tell you guys, I sold everything. I have bought everything. I have bought stuffed animals to sunscreen, to food. It doesn't matter what it is. It's like, as long as you have a solid foundation on how to do it, it's like you can sell anything, you know, it's just tweaking a little bit of Mm -hmm. what you do at the top. So it was like, I thought I had this unique experience because I'm like, I've been trained professionally on how to sell things to people. So it's like, I, I tried to like hone in on all of that. Like I said, like, what's the rhythm? What's the season of your product? What are your evergreen items? What are like, and I tried to talk about all those kind of things on my Instagram and um, I really enjoyed it. Like, and I love talking to people about it and I love learning from other people too, you know, because so many people, I learned so many different brands and I don't know about you guys, but I am so cheap when it comes to buying clothes. You know, (laughs) I have, I have, and now it's worse. It's so much worse. I have champagne taste on a beer budget. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And now it's like, I've learned how to like have champagne taste on a beer budget. Cause I just get it. I just, you know, I get the champagne that was like slightly, you know, sipped on, but it doesn't matter. It's okay. Nobody needs to know that. Right. So it's great. It's awesome. And so I love, I love that aspect of it. And I'll never stop thrifting. I'll never stop buying secondhand because I'd rather spend my money on other things. Like, yeah. you know, like let's say lessons for my daughter or a vacation or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be buying like $125 pair of Madewell jeans. No, I'm going to buy them for 30 bucks that like some chick in like Chicago wore three times and you know, it's going to look great. Yeah. It, it, <sighs> it, that's the part of this job that like just continues to Mm -hmm. blow my mind since, since I've moved into luxury, I'm like, I cannot believe the things that people donate. No, the things that people buy from me, that that too, like how much much they're willing to pay for this stuff. Mm -hmm. You are not even holding this in your hand and you're giving me $500. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) Okay, well, here it go. Here's mm-hmm. like it's I yeah. It's it mind blowing. It it's is. mind blowing. Also, I just want to say, Jen, because um I don't think you hear it maybe enough from mm-hmm. me, and that's my bad, but like mm-hmm. your expertise are totally like people want to hear it. 
Like, I know that you always say like, oh, I'm not really involved in the community. So I don't really know what's going on. And I don't want to like bring you down or whatever. I'm like, mm, no, but like what you say is still relevant, Jen. Like, just because oh, you don't know you. what's happening in the current moment, like who cares? I don't even know what's <laughs> happening half the time. I pretend like I know what's happening. I don't know. I'll just go along with the story. Okay. Yeah, sure. I know. Uh -huh, yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm, absolutely. I don't know. The only thing I know that's happening right now is the controversy with live selling and we have both Jen without even doing live selling shared our opinions on it. And we've been pretty spot on so far. We've been pretty spot on with it all. We have been, um, <laughs> you know, I think, I think that you can feel that disconnection because you're not in it the way that you were before, but mm -hmm. your expertise and everything that you've done and continue to do is still valued. Oh, thank you. That's you're welcome. Nice. I'm like, I, I actually, I'm liking this like dungeon. I mean, recording studio. That <laughs> <laughs> so, <really nice. laughs> just getting, you're just getting lots of validation tonight. It's a lovely dungeon. Like, it's a happy place. Coming on. I'm like, oh, okay. I love my <laughs> captors. I have a question for you guys. Um, what has been the hardest part about having a podcast over the last year? Hmm, sound quality. Yeah. Okay, like oh, minus yeah. that stuff because <laughs> everyone struggles with it. <laughs> we don't have professionals doing this for us. Right. We are the professionals, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> I I would say, I mean, there's a bunch of things that have been the hardest thing. It's all hard. Mm. Um, I feel like we do because we are so comedic and put on a light air and use comedy as a buffer. Like we do that all the, we've done it our whole lives for everything, for anything that's uncomfortable. That's just our go-to. Um, so I think, I think we do a decent job of fooling people into thinking that like, this is easy. And this is, <laughs> and it's, there's been so many times where, because my time is so limited. Mm -hmm. Like I have this very short amount of time where the kids are in school, but guess what? They're not in school. Like 80% of the time it feels like yeah. somebody's sick or is it my kids been home all week sick? Yeah. It's just, <laughs> my time it's and that day goes by so fast. And then get, if I have a dentist appointment, well, by the time I get home, right. it's like 30 minutes before it's just, yeah. you know, I, I, I hate complaining about the fact that I don't have enough time, but it's just the thing that I come back it's to a reality. It's the reality the of it. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and so many times I think to myself, instead of spending time on creating this podcast, I should be working on this business that's really bringing me in money, but we love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we love talking to people. We love forming these relationships with other resellers. We're so in love with our brand new teeny tiny baby Patreon mm -hmm. that is growing. And I don't know, it just, it just gives me, you know, I, I receive the nicest messages from people mm -hmm. and, and I'm like, <sighs> you're making a difference. I, even I just, though it can be hard. I, I just mm -hmm. can't believe that. Like, like we were saying earlier, Jen, it's like, people are listening. People are listening mm -hmm. and like they're relating to like what we're saying or our guest is saying. And like, you know, I get messages all the time about how I make people, you know, how we make people laugh and they're just, and, and as someone who 
is a who is a comedian podcaster. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a comic and a podcaster. See that? Put that on your resume. That's right. I will. will. (laughs) My husband Um, said to me the other day, uh, Jackson's birthday. I we I did I made an escape room for his birthday because that's what he wanted an escape room. And we oh. didn't have one available to us that we could go to because ours was closed for a little bit. So I like designed and made one in the basement. Wow. And afterwards, he was like, "You should find a way to like monetize that." He's like, "Because you did a really good job, and it was really cool, and like those things are so popular." And I was like, "Hold hold on, like I'm drowning already as it is." <laughs> Like one business venture at a time, please. Thank you. Like, yeah. That is not a bad idea, but like, oh dear God, like don't put another thing on my plate yet. <laughs> You're like, I know I'm so order. talented at so many yes. things. It's really hard really to this yeah. skilled. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think one of our struggles this year, and I don't know if it's a struggle or if it's more of like an internal battle that you have. It's like are people going to get sick of us saying the same stuff sometimes? Yeah. Or is this guest really appropriate to have on? And is this going to resonate with people? And people have been listening since season one. They want to hear this again in season three. But like you come to find out, number one, podcasting doesn't make you rich. For anyone who's wondering, you're not going to make <laughs> millions of dollars podcasting unless you're like Gary Vee or something. Like that's yeah. just not happening. Um, but secondly, you have new listeners that hear your podcast every single day. And we forget about that as podcasters. We think it's like the same people over and over again. And there are, but like there's new people that come in every day. Um, and people don't remember what they heard in season one. And what you say now in season two, three, four, five, whatever it is, is going to have a different spin on it than what it had your first few seasons. Oh, yeah. I think sometimes like Jen and I struggle like, oh, what the hell are we going to do this week? Like, I don't know. Who else can we mm-hmm. interview? Like we've interviewed everyone. Then we start researching like, oh my God, there's so many other people we can interview. Like there's <laughs> so, yeah. many so many other people out there. Yeah. Um, Honestly, like my favorite podcast right now is like, it's Office Ladies. I listen to that yeah. all the time. And I'm literally like listening to a podcast, talking about an episode that I probably have seen like four times, but I go back and rewatch it after they talk about it again for a fifth time. And I highly enjoy it. So it's like, <laughs> people don't care if you're yeah. repeating the stuff, you know, because it's like, it's a different perspective, mm-hmm. right? Every single time. And even if you have the same guest on, which we've done that, we've, we, we talk about different perspectives, right? And like where they are in their journey, where they are in their business. And so I think that's what's so fascinating and so interesting about podcasting. But yeah, it's it's definitely a challenge. And like you said, Lindsay, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's about finding time. Time yeah. is so difficult. I mean, you guys heard my my kid not too long ago. And my husband's <laughs> just like, here you go. It's like, wait yeah. a minute. It's like, and I know. I'm like, I'm going to give it like 10 more minutes. He's going to show up right there. Of course he <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think it's getting good about working with your partner, your podcasting partner, and making that schedule. So Jen and I have this very routine schedule that we have for recording when it's just her and I. But like when we want to plan out guests, we try to record as best as we can a month in advance because her time is limited. My time is limited. You know, I'm going through different things in my life. And, you know, I have lots of doctor's appointments that I've been going to and like trying to make things happen over here for fertility. And it's like, it's not easy. And I need to be better about managing my own stress. And when it comes to reselling, I've definitely stepped back a lot as well. 
But it's interesting because I've stepped back, but I've created a business where I am making more than I was last year doing less work because I've created that for myself. And it's taking me years to, you know, four years to get there. But I've done that because the people I have around me, people that have mentored me and all of that. Um, but even like when it comes to the podcast, creating that time, you have to be really good about it because your audience depends on that episode once a week. And there have been times when we didn't have an episode because we needed a break because we all need breaks and we replayed an episode from a previous season and people loved that. Something that we were so nervous about, Jen, we were extremely nervous about doing, mm-hmm. but people loved it. They were yeah. like, Oh my God, I completely forgot about that. You know? And it was like a new thing for them. And some people had never heard of it before because yeah. they didn't go back to season one to listen to it. They just started yeah. on season three. Not everyone goes back to the beginning. Yeah. So there are ways to get creative with it, but like we all have that time struggle, no matter where you are in your personal journey, work journey, all of that. I I feel like we're getting a little bit better um, because once we started the Patreon, we're like, man, we've got to be a lot more um, structured. People depend on you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're paying for a service. People are paying for this. So we, you know, we've come up with like our different episodes that we have each week now, like you know, we have a, what are we up to like six different episodes now, like, like <laughs> yeah, six, yeah. Six, six different types of episodes that we can do. So that way we can easily like decide like, okay, let's do this, this episode, you know, mm-hmm. obviously it's, we, we tackle it in a different way. Like we, we come up with stupid stuff. Like, well, what was SAS? What we sourced and sold recently. And, I love you know, that. <laughs> and, you know, so we can redo that every month, but obviously it's different inventory. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and then we really started backlogging um, our free main feed with, so I have, we're, we're like weeks out right now with interviews because it's like, we have to, mm-hmm. in order mm-hmm. to like be pumping out this Patreon content and our main feed yeah. content. And now I'm like editing the Patreon episodes so that nice. Lindsay doesn't have to do all of it. Cause I've been Thank telling God. her from the beginning, I'm like, you are going to get burnt out. Like you can't keep taking everything on yourself. You have well, to and the difference help. between Lindsay and myself is Lindsay's like a super editor. And I'm like, I don't care if as long as it sounds good, <laughs> we're good to go. <laughs> oh, I, I, it, you dive deep. I, I, I don't trust Lacey is the problem. <laughs> um, you heard it here first folks. I've always known it, but you just heard it. <laughs> I mean, it's not just you. It's no, I trust yeah, no one. Trust no one. Same. I'm a Capricorn. Are you a Capricorn? No, I'm a Pisces. It doesn't match. Okay. It doesn't match. Hmm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a weird bird as a Pisces for sure. Like I don't I'm say I'm up. a Capricorn. I trust no one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't trust my damn self. Nope. <laughs> Ladies, we have been at this for two hours now. We have, we have, yeah. and I feel like we could talk for another six hours. <laughs> yeah. I did it. Part three coming. I don't know when, whenever it's coming soon to a dungeon near you. That's right. (laughs) Stay tuned. This was really fun. It's nice to sit down and talk to other people that do the same thing. And like what their struggles are, what their successes are, like what are they seeing, all that kind of stuff. But definitely. And we share an audience, which like we have people on our Patreon that talk about you guys all the time. So yeah, yeah. We, we, I I love that there's so much crossover Mm -hmm. between you know, all, all the badass dual lady reseller podcast. It's, they just can't get enough of the, of the content, you know, yeah. <laughs> Fine with I, think, me. I, think what, I think what people do like about it though, is like, they can just kind of throw it on 
in the background yes. and yeah. does like work, you know, yeah, and yeah. they Photo. just feel like they're like, yeah, do their, do their photography, do their stuff. Like YouTube. Yeah. It's great. You can leave it on the background, but sometimes you're like, wait, what was that? Uh-huh. I want to say, right. what did you just show? I got to go back. What did you just show? I got to go back or something. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like, you don't have to see our faces. It's all good. You know? <laughs> Wonderful. Because half the time we're in pajamas. So, oh, well, as I Lindsay love- said, we have really good podcasting face. I have a face <laughs> for a podcast. <laughs> this is how I look all day, every day. Oh, my gosh. This, this, was a, this was a blast. So, yes, thank you for having so us much on. fun. Yeah. Really thank, thank y'all for having thank us over you. there in the yes. villa. Y'all Make had sure us- you guys follow, listen, share all of that fun stuff, right? Yeah. Go follow. Thrifter Sisters on Instagram. You guys probably already do since we're on your podcast. But come follow us at Thrifters <laughs> yeah, Villa. I mean, come follow their, us. We have Patreon. They have a Patreon. Their feed looks really pretty. Go look at their feed. <laughs> <laughs> really nice it has changed over, over the years. If you scroll, you'll see like how it's evolved over the years. All right. I didn't I didn't go that far. Don't back. go. Don't. Go. Just, keep <laughs> gonna, gonna. Just keep it where you're at. Just keep it where you're at. I know my husband was looking at it and he was like, yours does. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> listen we're the comedy reseller podcast it's supposed to be messy shush it's our jam all right friends well i've got to go feed my kid i haven't even fed him dinner yet (laughs) solo parenting tonight and i was like running around cleaning all of a sudden i was like oh my god we're recording in like 30 minutes like jackson you just have to wait eat some apples (laughs) oh i kept like having this like anxiety that I, because, you know, with it being so dark so early and I decided like this week has been a hellacious, hellacious week. And so like at four o'clock, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get in the bath and watch my zombie show. And so then like, it got really dark out. It was like, all of a sudden I realized like it was a really long episode. Lacey, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about it later. It was a really good one. Uh, it was a really long episode. It was pitch black outside. I'm like, oh my God, what time? What time is it? Okay. okay. <laughs> Jen okay. reminded me because clearly she knew I was having a rough week. Cause she was like, see you at 630. I'm like, oh yeah. 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 Guy each other's backs. Oh, no. Ooh, I know Lacey and I were both texting each other. Like, don't forget we're doing this tonight. Don't forget four hours. We got an hour. I'm like, we're both setting alarms yeah. on our. I got 50 alarms set. We won't forget. <laughs> we got it. We did it. Oh my god! Congratulations to all of us. We did. yes, we did. are awesome. We yes. really are. We really are. <laughs> this is fun. All right. Well, yeah. Go go follow Jen and Daniela over at Thrifters Villa. Go check them out. Like I said, they really are delivering really valuable content over there. Go go go, please please. I mean, I don't have to beg you. You you know that they're already. Just do it. Yeah, <laughs> you probably already are. Yeah, you already are. It's great. Stop it. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Thrifter Sisters. Thrifter Sisters is written and recorded by me, Lindsay, and me, Lacey. Produced and edited by Hot Moms of Seville Productions. Music is written and performed by Mariana Bell. See you next week. Bye. Bye.